Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Completely Cedric. Today's episode is called Am I Enough? I often ask myself that question growing up, am I enough? As I always felt the need to be at the level or more better than my friends, relatives, and to a certain extent my siblings. See, see, when you grow up the way I did and the way my two friends from high school did, Kenya and Brandon, there's often this feeling of you have to constantly prove your worth to someone. Prove that you should not be treated as an underling or a sidekick to someone or less than adequate in any category. Oftentimes, when one carries the visitor of some unsaid diagnosis, it doesn't have to be CP. It can be autism. It can be spina bifida. It can be muscular dystrophy. As another childhood friend, you're often seen as something less than normal. My siblings, for instance, they had a hard time dealing with people's perception of me in the public. They always had a fear that I would be taken advantage of, teased, or even downright abused. But the thing was, my siblings had and still have their own struggles with having a sibling who deals with this diagnosis of cerebral palsy. See, with them, I'm more so a baby that they have to take care of at times more than their sibling. So my thoughts... My wants and desires take a back seat to my physical needs. So that is primarily the main focus. When I was younger, that left a certain anger in me towards them and even toward my mother because I wanted to be equal to them. Not better than them, but I wanted to be treated as an equal. I'm human just like they are. I cry, I laugh, I scream, I sing at the top of my lungs. I'm completely human. My legs and sometimes the rest of my muscles just aren't cooperating at the normal capacity at the particular moment. But once you're told you can't do something or you won't be able to do something, that persists. It persisted in the mind of my mom. It persisted in my siblings. It even persisted in my mind for a long time since everything is not a clear-cut case of mind over matter. Everything is not a clear-cut case of if you just believe that you can do it, you will. 
there was a constant struggle to do even the most basic things. And doing those things were fine. Not doing those things were fine. It was the constant struggle with, if I didn't do a certain thing, then that somehow made me less than others. If I wasn't walking, that somehow made me less than everyone else around me. Since walking became my goal, and walking only became my goal because I really wanted to take the ease of pain and give it to my mother. I didn't want to walk for me. I wanted to walk for my mother. So my mother could not worry. So my mother could not feel shame. Not shame of me, but shame that I had to deal with this. Shame that she felt like she cursed me. I wanted to walk so I could stop getting those strange looks and constantly being asked what happened to me or are you sure you don't need help when I didn't need help with something. See, there's the constant thing of if you need help in anything, you're somehow seen as completely defenseless and defective. In other words, most people diagnosed with disabilities are seen as defective humans that somehow missed a portion in the creation process or when somehow like an iPhone that once it's recently bought, it starts to malfunction. Then we're looked at as creeps, unfit. Because you also don't fit in anywhere. There's again, there's those things of, I don't wanna have to watch him. I don't wanna have to take care of him or her. Or, what does he do? What does it do? They'll even be mean and call you ugly just for the fun of it. Not that a person really is ugly, but because you now have this predicament. You're now seen as less fun. And attractive. The whole thing is having having a relative or friend or whomever with a visitor as a spiritual mentor of mine, whom I call my auntie, Angela Stewart says, a visitor of a certain condition does not make you less than. However, it is sometimes the perception of others and their unwillingness to admit that they are uncomfortable, fearful, and don't know how to deal with the fact that you currently 
deal with a visitor, an unwanted condition, because people have to keep in mind, this is not something a person asks for. But it is something that happens. And people deal with it the best way they can. I've dealt with it the best way I knew how. And I'm still doing that. I'm dealing with it. I didn't deal with it as well as I'm doing now when I was younger. I often felt like a burden to my family. Did not want to live because I felt I was slowing my family up and stopping them from what they wanted to do. I didn't know that I could be transparent and admit that I was struggling with anything because we're not taught to admit that. We're taught to admit that you struggle with anything as being weak and you're complaining or you're letting the disability win. But now I'm learning that it is perfectly okay to be radically uh, honest. And even now at this point with me almost reaching my 30s, I will be turning 30 this summer. I now know and understand that I am not disabled. Keep in mind I said I'm not disabled. And when I say I'm not disabled, what I mean is there is nothing wrong with me. I currently deal with the physical symptoms of CP. Yes. But there is nothing wrong with me. There is nothing defective about me. And when the Lord is ready, I shall physically move as I'm doing on the inside. I shall physically be able to get around just as much as I'm able to spread myself on the inside. See, I'm I'm a mover. I spread love, joy, and positivity as much as I can. And my body will catch up to where my spirit is. I've walked in a walker once before, so I know that I can walk without it because God will give me the strength to do so. I'm not limited to whatever this diagnosis says. I've already beaten the odds more than once. I'm a living testimony that when God wants to do something, he's not limited to whatever these diagnoses are. He's not limited to CP, autism, spina bifida, and the like. I will walk. I will be able to do things like the others because I am holding on to the fact that Jesus Christ, who is the head and the source of my life, also will heal my body in full 
and I won't lack anything. I'm not, I'm not broken and I'm not defective. These things are temporary because God has purposed in his heart for me to do exploits. And if that means in his will that I must walk to do that, then I will. I'm not limited to anything. God wouldn't give me a snapshot of anything and let me see what he's doing or what it or what it is that I can do and then turn around and not allow me to do it. He's not a man that he should lie, nor is he the son of man to repent. See, I have to realize that God already made me enough before they even put this diagnosis on me. See, I'm not missing anything. Although I had a hard time dealing with it growing up, feeling rejected, feeling like, feeling unwanted and confused, not knowing how to deal with this, not knowing where I'm going or what I was going to do. God in his infinite wisdom has healed me and brought me to a place of wholeness, and I thank him for it. Because of him, I'm now cool and at peace with the fact that he allowed these things to show his strength in the midst of this physical weakness, even in the emotional weakness, when I wanted to kill myself, when I sometimes did not want to come home, because it felt like I could give my mom and my siblings a break if I weren't home. I now know that I am enough because of what he has put in me, his Holy Spirit that puts in all the strength that I can muster. It is because of him that I am the person I am today. It is through him that I can do all things and I will do everything he says that I can do and anything else that I want to do that is in accordance with his will. And you can too if you just believe and trust on him. Thank you. God bless.